that you are well. I am Bernadette Henry, and I'm a mental health and an emotional wellness coach for busy working moms. And, and currently, I'm working with newly diagnosed moms with newly diagnosed autistic children, and I help them to manage stress so that they can help or deal with their child. So, hey, Milton. So today I listened to a podcast. So actually today on my Instagram stories, hey Mike, on my Instagram stories, I was actually going to post like three other people who are who, who post things relevant to what I do in my line of work. And I only got to one. <laughs> hey Marissa, I was only able to get to one today. And the only, and the reason why was because I needed time to listen to the podcast because I really wanted to listen to the pod, listen to the podcast, and then I wanted to give my reaction. And it was just too much to do in a story, so I decided to just do a live video, chop it up, edit, and do what I got to do for that. So today I am talking about motherhood, mental health, stress, and. I'm just giving my reaction to the video that I, or the podcast that I listened to today. And a lot of these things I say on my platforms all the time. So if you watch my Instagram stories, if you watch my Instagram posts, my Instagram videos, I talk about these various topics all the time. I'm also going to link, hi, on um, Periscope. I'm actually, too, going to link the actual podcast that I listen to in hopes that you support and listen as well. Um, but I'm just going to tell you a few of the pointers that I received from that video. So once again, I am Bernadette Henry, and I'm a mental health and an emotional wellness coach for busy working moms. And currently, I am working with moms with newly autistic children, um, cope with their feelings of anger, denial, guilt, and grief so that they can give their child the help that they need. And I do that through um, group coaching, one-on-one -on -one coaching, and um, support group, Okay. So, I was listening to this podcast today on mental health and motherhood, and the two facilitators basically were women or moms who deal with mental health um, in their everyday life. I believe one was diagnosed and another was, she feels that maybe she needs to get a diagnosis, okay? So, several pointers that I took from this, this broadcast, number one, there are many stressors in, um, in motherhood. There's many stressors that moms have in addition to being moms. So we already know whether you're a new mom or a veteran mom, there's always going to come issues. Now, if you're a new mom and you're dealing with that baby phase, you're tired, you're trying to figure out you know, where you're going to get help from, how you're going to eat, how you're going to shower, you're overwhelmed because the baby's on their own schedule. Now, on your schedule, you're trying to get things done. It's just so much you know, as a newborn mom. Or if you're going through that toddler phase like your child is like jumping off a ledge well not ledges but they're just like jumping all over the couch they're telling you no all the time they having tantrums they're running 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 and they just seem to like never turn off don't want to sleep nothing and then as you go through the stages of motherhood and raising your child it's just always something that you have to deal with with your child and then and that's just the motherhood stress then outside of motherhood, if you're married, if you're in a relationship, you got to deal with the stresses of being in that relationship. If you have a job, you, you're stressed. You may be having stresses at work. Um, your social economic, um, um, your social economic status. Whether you have a blended family or whether you just have a family, whether you're a single parent, it's just so many other different things. In addition to the stresses that we deal with as a mom, 
that can get to you. You know, um, another point that I had got from there is that if you do have a diagnosable mental health issue and you are prescribed medication, just take it. You know, a lot of times people, they have mental health and the doctors prescribe the medication, but they don't want to take it because it's quote unquote taboo, you know? And I remember I, I, I uh, saw a post on Instagram a last month because last month was maternal mental health awareness month. And one of the posts that I saw, a lady said, hey, look, I take medication for my mental health. And if me taking this pill is going to help me get up and feed my child or take care of my child or give my child a bath today, hey, look, I'm going to do what I got to do. A lot of times people, you know, especially if they have a diagnosable mental illness where the doctor suggests medication, like just do what you have to do for if you're not thinking about yourself, think about that child. It's going to help you, you know, help that child because the the aftermath of not taking medication can lead to more issues. And me being um, a case manager that works with families, I see things like this every day. And, you know, it's just not cool. If the doctor prescribed you medications to take, take it. Um, another point that I have... Um, that I have received from the video is that we all have negative feelings sometimes. So I remember I just put a post on Instagram a few weeks ago where I was saying, "Hey, look, when my son was a, when my son was a baby, my first son, I I had thoughts. I looked at the window and I was just like, and it was a fleeting thought, and I was shocked. But I'm I'm not the only person that's been told that they've had that thought before. Sometimes we have thoughts of wanting to like." get at our spouses we have thoughts of wanting to get at our children but sometimes for us it's just a fleeting thought it's not something that sticks but sometimes stress and this life it just gets so overwhelming that hey look the thoughts come and go um then another point was not only is there postpartum depression but there's postpartum anxiety and there's postpartum adh um ocd and I think a misconception with postpartum depression and something that I actually learned from it is that it, it doesn't just have to um, set right after you have the baby. Like it could come like a whole year after you have that baby or it could come on while you're pregnant. And I was just like, wow, that's really like amazing. Like I really learned that because I just never knew. Another thing they were saying was that they should have therapy for pregnant women. And for me, that hit home. Why that hit home? Because when I was pregnant with my first son, I, you know, I thought about all of the issues that I had in my life, you know, going into like my, my, my teenage years, the early adult years, and just a lot of issues that I had. I had gone to therapy before, you know, like, you know, in my earlier times, but I remember when the pregnancy stuck with my oldest son, I said, you know what, I'm going to go to therapy because, you know, because I want to make sure that I'm clear in my head before I give birth and bring this new child into this world. Like I have to like groom this child. I have to raise this child and, and not, he's just not a child. He's a man child. So I have to be together and I don't want to put whatever issues I have on my child. And 
you know, even my doctor, the GYN doctor, he wasn't a therapist, but he sensed things, you know, when I was pregnant. He used to talk to me a lot, and I was also involved in different programs that would help me get me together, and part of the reasons why I'm as strong as I am today. So I do think that, especially as black moms that may have carried a lot of baggage in our lives through the years, that we should get therapy once we become pregnant because you, you're adding another layer of stress into your life and to help you prepare for this new life change because when you, a lot of times people get pregnant and they and they have this vision of how they want to be, raise their child or they have the, uh, some kind of vision of what kind of mom they would be until that child actually comes. And then don't let it be like, don't let it happen that maybe a year or two later, now you find out that this child is a special needs child. Then that adds another layer. So a lot of times, we have this vision of what kind of parent we're going to be, or we have this vision of what kind of child our child is going to be. And, you know, if you do have issues that are unresolved, go to therapy, work through some of that so you don't pass that on to the child, okay? Another thing that I had received from that, um, that podcast was stop putting on the front like everything is okay. So in this world of social media that we live in, everybody's trying to make that their life seem so perfect. So every picture on their Instagram feed is curated to make it look like, oh, life is so easy, life is so fine. Hey, Carmen, um, this is easy, motherhood is easy. And it's so funny because I, a lot of times, I'll go to, I'll go to the park and I'll take my kids to the park. And when I go to the park, a lot of times I'll get on, on the camera and say, look, y'all see all of those, you know, moms putting all these cute videos of them working out in the park with their kids. I can't do that. I have, first of all, I have a nine-year-old that's on the autism spectrum. And then I have a two-year-old. There's no possible way that I can hold a workout regimen on my own with having them two in a park, okay? Especially like... If it's a park where they're climbing on apparatus. So like my nine-year-old, he has his own kind of way of playing with people and it's not conventional. So I have to like keep my eye on him as if, you know, like I'm keeping my eye on my two-year-old, you know. And there's no time for me to be sitting there trying to get a cute little picture or a cute little video to show people, oh, yes, it's perfect. I love to work out and I can work out anytime that I want because it works for me. And look at my kids just having fun. And look at me going to get this workout in. It doesn't work like that. And this is why I don't do it. Um, and then I have a two-year-old that's in a park climbing on all of this stuff is that I'm staying in a little kid park. He wants to play in a big, big kid park. I can't sit there and like get a decent workout and get all these nice cute, like everything is not perfect. So, you know, there's, I think a lot of internal pressure on some moms to try to make things look hunky dory for social media. And that's just not the life. It's just not the life. Okay. If it works, if it is your life, I applaud you, but don't go out your way to try to give people the impression that it's going to be perfect because it's not. Um, what else did I get from this podcast today? Um, they talked about when should a mom get help, you know, so for, for like postpartum depression, anxiety, OCD. One, they said, when you have to question, is this feeling normal? If you have to question, is this normal? More than likely is not, go get help. Number two, 
you do not want to wait until you're at your breaking point to go and get help. Like, go get help. You know, so those are just, like I said, it was a very informative podcast and part of the project. Oh, and let me just give a quick shout out to Alex Beaton. I did her double down in your DMs challenge, which I did last year. I did it again this year and it was just phenomenal. And as a result of that, she came up with this thing called Project Storyline, which she helped people, uh, where she gave us prompts for our Instagram stories every day. And I love the genius of this product. And it's actually helped me to create some awesome Instagram stories and content for my social media, even though specifically for the stories. But I've been receiving a lot more engagement in my Instagram stories from both of my Instagram accounts um, since using this program. So I definitely love it. So anyway, um, my project today was to post like some um, relevant content from other people that's kind of in the same field onto my story. I was, I was supposed to do three, but today I only got to do one because I wanted to actually listen to the podcast because thankfully I love her podcast anyway. So um, I really enjoyed listening to the podcast. I really enjoyed the content from the podcast. And um, I believe today on Instagram, I did do some a video about three things to do if you suspect that your child is autistic. So I'm not going to get into that. I already did that today. But if you'd like to find out more information about what I do, I have an ebook, um, 10 Ways to Manage Stress as a Busy Working Mom. I'll put the link here once I'm done with the video. I also have, if you're an autism mom, I have a webinar that I really recently did from suspecting to accepting how to cope with your feelings of anger, denial, grief, and guilt after finding out that your child is diagnosed with autism. I came up with the BTH method of stress management for moms. So if you want to check either one of those out, I will be linking it in the bio along with the original podcast that I um, gave my um commentary too so thank you hey Ashley I see a little heart there I see your reaction so thank you so much for taking the time out to listen to me be sure to share this out and I will definitely be bringing more content but like I said this is a great podcast that I listen to um maternal mental health is very important check yourself before you wreck yourself like literally so anyway I'll talk to y'all later bye let me say by the periscope first and let me go to instagram see if there's any questions you're very much welcome carmen i have to keep it real like if i don't keep it real who will like i do not want to give people a false sense of hope it's just not necessary so that's by to periscope um let me see all right by facebook i don't see any questions let me just go down okay i don't see any questions bye facebook <laughs>